Captain DeBridge. Spock here. Make it so. Surrender is not an option. Attention crew of the Enterprise, this is James Kirk. We are all explorers, driven to know what's over the horizon, what's beyond our own shores. We would have helped you get home if you had asked. That's who Starfleet is. Hi, I'm Don Bettinelli, and you're listening to a special patron-only episode, or mini-episode, of The Secrets of Star Trek. And joining me today are Jimmy Aiken. Hi, Jimmy. Howdy, Dom. And Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father Corey. How's it going? Good. Well, folks, with the recent release of the teaser trailer for the upcoming Star Trek Picard series, we thought we'd share our impressions and first thoughts about this trailer, as well as some of the news that's out there about it, about this series. Uh, and as a thank you to you, our patrons, we're offering as an exclusive bonus for you uh, to say, you know, you're you're getting this because you're patrons and you support what we do with Secrets of Star Trek and everything we do at StarQuest. So we really do appreciate you. Uh, so let's get into it. Hopefully you've seen the trailer. If not, we'll have a link uh, in the in the show notes there on Patreon for the trailer and you can watch it. But the let's just, you know, jump in. The 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 setting is for the trailer, which is only about a minute and a half long, is a vineyard, and we we remember from Star Trek: The Next Generation that Picard's family owned a vineyard estate in France, mm -hmm. and so we have this vineyard. So presumably, he's as he talked about. In fact, as we saw in the last episode of The Next Generation, in the future that Picard would retire to his vineyard and become a. And we know it's his family vineyard because it shows in the trailer bottles of wine labeled Chateau Picard. Oh, you know that fans would love to get their hands on that, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know they would. Also, we know that he's no longer in Starfleet because there's a, a female voice narrating and it says, uh, 15 years ago, you led us out of the darkness. You led the greatest rescue armada ever. And then the unimaginable. And what did it what did it cost you? Did it cost you your faith in Starfleet and yourself? Uh, why did you leave Starfleet? Right. Admiral. And so why did you leave Starfleet? Admiral. Admiral. Right. Yeah. So we know this is, you know, 15 years after he's left Starfleet. It may be a little more than 15 years after we last saw him, which was in uh, Star Trek Nemesis. Nemesis. Yep. Yes. Yep. And so this is kind of playing out as I expected it would. Um, there's a tendency. When you have heroic characters to and, you, and you're revisiting a heroic character, there's a natural tendency writers have to want to show the character in a bitter, disgruntled, disillusioned state. Mm. And then they regain their heroism, perhaps, over the course of the revisit. Um, it's kind of a sequel to the hero's journey where they first become a hero. Personally, I, I mean, this can, story can work, but it's not my favorite because what I like about heroes is seeing them being heroic, not seeing them being disgruntled and jaded. And um, so like and like, for example, I love the film The Lost Skeleton of Cadavera, uh, which is a, a parody of 1950s B films made by Larry Blamire. And he it, it's a hysterical comedy and it features Dr. Paul Armstrong as a scientist. And that's what he is. He's not as any particular kind of scientist. He's just a scientist. 
And uh, he's a he's a great character. He's very upbeat and positive and gung ho in studying atmospherium, the rare, precious element uh, that could solve all of the world's problems or possibly destroy it. And we have this great adventure in The Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. But then he went to make the sequel, The Lost Skeleton Returns Again, and he thought it would be cool to have Dr. Paul Armstrong bitter and jaded and in a South American jungle somewhere. And it's not, I like the original Paul Armstrong. And I, I've noticed that same pattern playing out in other stories where we're revisiting a, a hero that we know and love. And, you know, apparently they're doing something like that here. Picard has gotten has left Starfleet. His faith in himself and Starfleet and humanity has been challenged. And so he's going to be in some kind of bitter, jaded, wine making, possibly wine drinking state. And then he's going to receive the summons to heroism again. I just hope they don't make him too bitter and jaded because that's not what's fun about Picard. So uh, Patrick Stewart uh, said that he was previously had said he wasn't interested in doing anything with this character again. He said he felt like he said everything he had to say about Picard. Uh, but he did make a stipulation that if you were to come back, Picard would have to be it would have to be doing something new with the character. So there's yeah, that. Have to be bitter and jaded. Well, I mean, we we don't we don't know exactly yet. I mean, perhaps perhaps he's bitter and jaded, but perhaps not, or perhaps he's dealing with the effects of. I mean, as we saw it at in Nemesis, and as the, as the movies went on, he was dealing more and more with the well the trauma that he'd gone through under the Borg and other things. One of the things I wanted to kind of talk about is this this time frame. They say fifteen years ago you commanded the greatest rescue armada in history. And it's presumably, and in fact, so the Alex Kurtzman, who's leading all things Star Trek at CBS now, mm-hmm. says this is connected to the destruction of Romulus that we heard about in the J.J. The Abrams reboot movie. Right. Yeah. So that's the obvious thing. He was at, by that point after Nemesis, he'd been promoted to Admiral and he led the rescue armada to rescue the Romulans and Remians uh, when their planet was blown up by J.J. Abrams. Right. <laughs> Poor Vulcans didn't get the same uh, rescue, I guess. Also, there's this reference to the and then the unimaginable. Right. Right. And what that is, is ambiguous. Uh, some people have thought, well, maybe that's the destruction of Romulus, but that doesn't fit the narrative because no. he was leading the rescue armada and then the unimaginable. Right. Something so happened. It's it's something after that. My guess is that the unimaginable is just his leaving Starfleet. That 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 that's uh that's what was formerly unimaginable was him just quitting Starfleet. And what did that cost him? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think there's, I think there's gonna be something else revealed. I think there's gonna be something else revealed. Some, something happened either during the Armada or, or during the, yeah, during mm-hmm. the uh, Armada or after, after the rescue had been done, something happened. It's, it's possible. I, I just don't think it's necessarily what they're going to do. I think it's the death of Beverly Crusher or somebody else close to him. They're going to start off with hmm. having killed off one of the beloved characters of Next Generation. That'll get them off to a rating success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there well, is rumor of Brent Spiner being in this. Yeah. Now, as mm-hmm. far as that goes. The, right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. It, it won't be Wesley Crusher who will be. He'll, be dead 
That would be too popular. <laughs> so, um, well, now there that would actually improve ratings if they killed off West. <laughs> that's Crusher. what yeah. I was thinking. We have this this statement at the end on the screen. It says the end is only the beginning. Um, I'm not going to do a, too much criminology on that. That's probably just means uh, it's we're restarting something. We're you know we thought mm-hmm. the, the next gen was over and now we got a new thing. But we hear that the TNG theme, the next generation theme, playing. Mm-hmm on a flute which sounds a lot like the flute that Picard that he played played picked yep. up when he had that encounter with the Resican probe that gave him that experience of another life is that supposed to tell us something about the show or is it just means very personal to Picard or I, it could be the connection to the fact that you know after that episode he he would play that flute yeah you know, it could be that connection because, of course, the vineyard is the connection to the vineyard that he was in in With, the last episode. All good things, right? Um, and where where he and his brother mud wrestled, and that could be playing off that as well. You know, all <laughs> right. good things must come to an end. Well, the end is just the beginning. You know, right, right, right. That so, was yeah. All good things was the name of that episode, the final episode. Right, yep. right, right. Okay, uh, I have to remark that the, it, the this video, this trailer, looks like an ad for a winery. Like it looks like where they're yeah. selling us oh, wine. Yes. The whole thing. With insecticide spraying drones, which is would be a little out of keeping with a standard winery advertising video, but they're showing <laughs> off the sci-fi here for yeah, us. Yes, uh, whole, I wanted to imagine it was some sort of nutrient for the for the. Uh, oh, vines. okay. But but yes, <laughs> or water or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do we know about this the series itself? Uh, we know that it's going to debut at the end of 2019. They've made it clear. We don't have an exact mm-hmm. date, but uh, the different folks involved with it have said the end of the year. The title is officially Star Trek Picard uh, with a colon. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've said there may be more than one season of this. I think up to three. Three. Yes. There's going to be a 10 episode first season and they have three seasons planned. And of course, all that sort of depends on partly on Patrick Stewart, who's getting older. I mean, he's not a young yeah, man anymore. Yeah. Uh, the time period is around 2399, which is the the turn of the 25th century, which is as Far in the future as any Star Trek series has portrayed, except Discovery. We've had glimpses of the future, but nothing's been set there yet. Yeah. So this is set as far forward as the as any regular Trek series has been. Um, And then we have other characters. We only know about a couple other characters. We know about several of the actors, but characters include uh, the pilot of Picard's ship, which is presumably not a Starfleet starship. uh, Right. Is a he's a thief of some sort, and a former intelligence officer struggling with substance abuse. So we are going mm. to get a, a, a sort of a darker, grimmer tone like we've seen with a lot of stuff uh, these days. So this is not going to be exempt from that. So uh, Hopefully there's going to be some light in it as well, though. One, yeah. I, I've seen another clip uh, from the series, and Picard is going to, he's in civilian clothes, but he's going to some kind of Starfleet facility. So we see a new kind of updated version of the costumes that look a lot like the ones you saw on Next Gen and Deep Space yep. Nine, but it's a yep. further variation of those. And he comes up to a desk and there's a young Starfleet guy behind the desk and um, says, like, what's your name? And and he Patrick Seward just kind of looks up with this. You don't know who I am. Um, (laughs) but, and, but it's kind of nice to see, you know, there's a humorous moment there because Picard, despite his own self-importance, I mean, there's the joke sort of works on two levels. On the one hand, 
Um, the guy behind the desk is a little bit foolish for not knowing who he is. But on the other hand, Patrick Stewart has a little bit of the stuffing taken out of him, too, because he's not the most important person in the world to everybody. And this is this is you know far enough after the adventures of the movies and everything that he might not be quite as ho- much of a household name as he would have been when he was an active yeah. service. In, unless you're really into French wines. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So uh, that's, I mean, that's as much as I think you can get out of a minute and a half of a uh, teaser trailer. But uh, I feel like, we, you know, this, I feel hopeful for it. I, mm-hmm. you know, the, I'm hopeful. I, I love Patrick Stewart. I think he can, he can do a lot with the little. And uh, I like, I like the idea of, of seeing this character again and, you know, see what they can do with it. Hopefully it will be, it'll be something we can enjoy. Um, so far, so far, fingers crossed. One one thing I'm kind of curious about is, are they going to try to do another cameo of sorts and make sure the Enterprise E shows up? Mm, I would love to see the E at least in a cameo. Yeah. What I would love to see would be so, okay, Romulus has been destroyed. Picard is bitter and jaded after that. He wants to redeem himself. He feels like somehow he failed because of his prior involvement with Romulus. So he goes and changes the timeline and saves Romulus and undoes the J.J. Abrams movies. <laughs> Just undoes them all. That would well, be great. Given that that's Paramount and this is CBS, <laughs> this could be a nice thumb in the eye from CBS to Paramount. <laughs> oh, we've just undone your movies. How do you like them, yeah. Apple? <laughs> all right. Well, what do you want to see, folks, from uh, the Star Trek Picard series coming up? What did you think of this trailer? We'd love to to hear from you. So if you would go to this post on Patreon and leave us some feedback in one of the comments there, or you can send us an email to trek at sqpn.com. We'd love to hear what your take on this and and, and how this uh, series should go. Uh, You can always subscribe to The Secrets of Star Trek by visiting sqpn.com slash trek. If if this is not one of the podcasts you've regularly subscribed to, I really encourage you to do it. We have a lot of fun. Uh, We talk about classic series a lot and then whenever there's new uh, series available with so far just discovery but Picard when that when that comes out we'll be talking about that uh, we'll we'll be doing in-depth discussion so hopefully you enjoy some of that until next time father Corey Stika thank you for joining me in sharing these secrets of Star Trek thanks Dom and Jimmy Aiken thank you as well thanks Dom and live long and prosper and once again I'm Dom Bettinelli thank you for listening to the secrets of Star Trek on Star Quest and remember make it so make it so